Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Your health, your wealth. Understanding your integrated shield plan options. Brought to you by Raffles Health Insurance. Money and me on your money only on Money FM 89.3. So last week, we covered what you need to understand about private integrated shield plans, what the cost components are, how to think about the best fit for a plan for yourself, given the type of medical care that you want and that you know you can afford. Today, we ask, is it time to review your integrated shield plan? What sort of changes do people make and when? Let's find out with Dr. Morrison Lowe. He is Head of Medical Directorate, Raffles Health Insurance, Director Commercial for Raffles Medical Group. Good morning, Dr. Lowe. Hi, good morning, Michelle. How are you today? Good. Good of you to join us. Let's start with this question. Why is it potentially hmm. expensive to buy and then forget about your integrated shield plan? And are there opportunity costs to doing so? Well, that's a good question. So health insurance is very unlike um, any other insurance, for example, motor insurance. Um, you only think about it when you are um, hospitalized or having to use it. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, um, when that happens, as we all know, it's a bit too late. You realize that you might have a lack of coverage, inadequacy in coverage and all. The cost of an integrated shoe plan, um, if you look at it on a year-to-year basis, is relatively cheap and affordable, I suppose couple of hundred dollars to a thousand and all. But if you look at it from an angle of a lifetime value, mm-hmm. it's around $100,000. And that is actually quite substantial and significant. So I think um, if people who don't really look into this aspect uh, in terms of financial planning will tend to get a bit of a shock when they put the numbers in front of them and you realize, oh, actually, um, this is quite a substantial amount and I need to pay good attention to it. Yeah, good point. You know, when I talk to people about doing this show, I had a couple of surprise reactions from people saying, I didn't even know I could re- review my IP plan. So is there a need to review your IP on a regular basis? Well, yes. Um, I think most of the time, many people have the uh, um, integrated shoe plan purchased by their parents, for example, when they're young. Mm-hmm. So and many of them do not even really know what kind of shoe plan they have, yeah. what does it cover, what it entails. Um, and um, when, when kids are being, uh, sorry, when parents buy for their kids, the shoe plan tends to be a basic one. It's only upon uh, the need for use of it, then they realize, oh, there's so much inadequacy. So I think it's good to review um, what is the coverage that you have, yeah. the level of coverage, and also think a little bit more, you know, if there's any family history of uh, chronic conditions and all, Mm-hmm. You might want to think ahead, you know, and uh, purchase something that provides you with uh, better coverage um, just in case when this sort of things happen, mm-hmm. uh, when there's a need for hospitalization, you're adequately covered. All right. So we're all about making the best use of your money on this show. And when it comes to investing, I guess always say when it comes to investing, the best time to have started is yesterday. The second best time is today. When is it a good time to review uh, your IP plan? Um, there are many junctures and milestones in life, I suppose, that uh, might be a good time to consider. Uh, first and foremost would be perhaps when one starts making his or own money, yeah. when you are financially stable, 
or when you have uh, ability to bring in your own income, that's where perhaps you want to think about, oh, okay, looking at my medicine, looking at my monthly uh, income, how much can I set aside to do adequate uh, uh, medical coverage? Mm-hmm. Probably the second time you want to look at it is when um, you have a family, you know, you start covering for your spouse or your dependents or children. That's where, okay, um, another time to consider how much can I set aside and what is adequate for them. Mm-hmm. Younger kids or younger people tend to be generally healthier. Um, you can play around with the type of plans. And the next time, I suppose, the next milestone would be when you hit retirement age. Mm-hmm. Uh, is, there, is there a need to scale down or is there a need to increase coverage depending on how much you how much uh, financial stability you have and also your own health. So all these factors play together and these are some of the milestones I think one um, can look into in terms of providing uh, better financial planning and health coverage. Do you think there are any particular implications of retirement that would-be retirees need to think about when it comes to their IP? Um, You mentioned, Mm. is it time to scale down? Is it time to Mm. uh, scale up, maybe? Uh, Any other implications of Mm. retirement on one's integrated shield plan? That's a very good question, Michelle. Um, So many factors come into play now, right? Uh, When retirement, um, in a way, means your income is uh, stopped or, in a way, reduced severely. Number two, um, as we get, you know, as time goes, we also have to think about medical inflation, Healthcare costs is rising. I think there's no secret. In Singapore and many countries, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you do not have adequate coverage, that means you have to put money out uh, upon hospitalization more readily. And third, um, uh, uh, different from wine, you know, it's like uh, as we grow older, uh, our health deteriorates a little bit more. Higher risk of catching chronic illnesses and diseases. So all these factors play a role and you need to think about at this stage in my life, um, I have to balance between financial stability and proper health coverage. And all these come hand in hand. And it's always good to plan ahead and think ahead. Those are some great life's, uh, lifetime milestones to think about. Dr. Lo, I wonder mm-hmm. if you can help us out, help us understand the sort of key questions we should be asking ourselves when we have decided on embarking on a review. So, for example... Number one is the coverage. Different uh, shield plans has little differences in terms of their coverage. Right. Um, in terms of uh, the limits, uh, whereby the hospital bill, there's always different levels of limits that you cover. Mm-hmm. Number two, you also want to think about, um, do I want to uh, purchase a plan that gives me the full range of support from private hospital, private health care to public health care? All these plays a role in terms of um, how much you're willing to, how much you need to set aside each year for that. And thirdly, I think when you plan for your family, this also gets a little bit trickier, right? Mm-hmm. Um, at what age um, do I start to tell my children, okay, probably time for you to be financially more independent and take away your own shoe plan and uh, your own payment method. So these are little things um, I suppose good to pan down. And perhaps even good to discuss with your own financial advisor uh, who can give you uh, more insights as to what is the best plan that's most suited to you from a financial angle and also perhaps a healthcare point of view.
You're listening to Your Health, Your Wealth. My guest today is Dr. Morrison Lowe. He's head of medical directorate Raffles Health Insurance, director commercial Raffles Medical Group. And our topic today is, should you review your integrated shield plan? Dr. Lowe, let's take you some scenarios that over the years we've heard from our listeners whenever we talk about Mm. integrated shield plans. These are some common questions. So help us out. Um, If someone says, my integrated shield plan is inherited from when my parents were funding it from their own MediSafe accounts. Should I review it? Because aren't there costs for entering a plan later in life? So I split it to two. Most of the time when parents purchase a shield plan for their children, it's a very basic plan. And um, from the years of 0 to 18, Mm -hmm. most of the plans are pretty standard in terms of coverage and uh, the premium. But as you grow older, you need to think about what is most adequate for me, right? And this is where um, you will have to perhaps fork out a little bit more with your own savings and also MediSafe. It is possible to stop your current shoe plan and switch over to another one. These are all possible. And the best way to go about it would be to do some study or perhaps speak to your own financial advisor to get some advice. All right. So it might be a good idea to think about what your decisions are when it comes to the kind of medical care you want. might be quite different from what your parents decided for you. Now, here's another scenario. We've heard that people have been discouraged from switching providers midway. Is it true that one could be refused an IP if you terminate an IP with one provider and then seek another provider? Hmm. Well, technically, everybody is allowed to switch a provider. Mm-hmm. Right? You're able to terminate. It's a yearly renewable uh, policy. So every year, there's an auto-renewal process. Now, the catch is that every time when you apply for an IP plan, you need to undergo what we call medical underwriting. Right. This is where the provider will access his or hers uh, healthcare records, uh, medical records and all, and determine whether he or she is able to sign up for a new plan. Mm -hmm. So I I suppose um, every time you tend to switch, you need to go through that assessment process. So you need to prepare yourself for the medical underwriting process and you won't be covered during that underwriting period? Is that right? Yeah. There's a gap whereby after termination, there is still some coverage, but there's only a short timeline. So there's quite a big possibility that if you are not ready mm-hmm. and you have not decided mm-hmm. and you make a move to de- determine your shoe plan, there will be a moment of lack of coverage until you have been accepted to the new provider. Okay. Um, back to the question though, is there a real possibility that you could be refused an IP given the medical underwriting, medical underwriting process? Hmm. That is possible because the new provider might deem that um, your current state of health or your previous um, health uh, record would be too much of, a, uh, of an insurance risk to, to undertake. And hence, uh, they might decline the application. So you might end up with no proper coverage if you terminate your existing plan too harshly without securing or without speaking to your financial advisor to access the possibility of acquiring a new one. Thanks for that information. I guess it buttresses the argument that it may be a good idea to do it when you're younger and you have possibly less medical complications and then you can fully exercise your wishes uh, when it comes to the type of medical care that you want without the risk of any sort of undue complications arising from the switching. Now, here's another scenario for you. 
if I think I'm overinsured or that I'm overpaying given that my needs have changed versus when I took on my integrated shield plan, what can I do, Dr. Lowe? Well, you can always downgrade your plan to something uh, of a more affordable premium basis, but obviously that comes with a, with a cost, which is um, the level of coverage will also be lesser. But, um, you know, it's almost like a, a buffet syndrome, right? You, you pay and then uh, you try to, to take as much as you need, actually. So the best advice that we try to give um, all policyholders and even my own patient is mm. go for what is appropriate and what is necessary. So it's possible to downgrade your plan. And most of the time, um, during downgrade, during downgrading your plan within the same provider, um, you might be able to do away without medical underwriting. But you need to check with your own provider and your own financial advisor for the details of that. That's an absolutely great point. All right, Dr. Lowe, before we let you go, can you remind us for the listeners who have just joined us and you're listening to Your Health, Your Wealth, warm welcome. Uh, Dr. Lowe, what are some key reasons that you may want to think about for reviewing your IP plan? Like I said, the different stages in life, the different milestones, when you start making your own money and start working, when you're uh, beginning to have your own family and we are moving towards uh, the age of retirement, Look at your current financial status. Look at your own healthcare um, status uh, and your medical records. Weigh the differences. Do you really need to have this sort of level of coverage? And then also look at your financial status. How much can you afford to cover for your entire family? I suppose these would be some of the take-home message and advice I would give to all the listeners. I've never been, been more comfortable talking to a doctor. Dr. Lowe, thank you so much for being with us. <laughs> thank you very much, <laughs> Dr. Morrison Lowe is Head of Medical Directorate, Raffles Health Insurance Director, Commercial Raffles Medical Group. Next time, how much is enough? How do you get a sense of what is sufficient coverage for yourself when it comes to your integrated shield plans? And, you know, if you're overinsured, you are overpaying every year. So we're going to help you out there. Tune in next Friday, 10.05 a.m. for more. Your health, your wealth. Understanding your integrated shield plan options was brought to you by Raffles Health Insurance. Raffles Health Insurance, your specialist health insurer. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.